0: But as long as you have had the intention with love, then honestly, you literally can't control their reactions. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Spark podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff to go through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast. I'm so excited to be jumping back on today and I'm excited about this um, podcast topic because I mean Mercury Retrograde is now over and it's well and truly over by the time that you will listen to this but today is the 21st of November when I'm recording it and i um, 21st November, 22nd in Australia. Anyway, and um, you know, the past couple of weeks leading up to this day of recording, boundaries have been like a really hot topic for my clients, but also for myself. And um, obviously, with Mercury Retrograde, people are crossing more boundaries, and there's more of a need to draw those boundaries and to really reiterate your communication and like get really fucking clear on what you're asking for and what you're needing, what you're desiring. Because with Mercury Retrograde, there tends to be a little more miscommunication. So, we're going to talk today about how to be confident in your boundaries. And this is fucking important because it is so easy to draw a boundary, but to not actually follow through. And this is going to also be important for um, Christmas and the holidays. Um, but I, I just an FYI, if you do the early bird witch room wisdom thing, there's going to be a whole nother. Um, audio recording, an audio module. It's about an hour long about how to deal. Actually, it's all in an hour. How to deal with triggers and boundaries, um, and and that sort of stuff over the Christmas holidays. and That's like a whole another level. But um, today we're going to talk about boundaries. How to be confident in your boundaries. So. You can have boundaries in your personal life and your work life, and you need to have them in both. And personal boundaries, they're basically just like guidelines or rules or limitations that a person, so you or I, create to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for other people to behave towards you, okay? And then it's about also how you will respond when someone crosses those limits, when someone passes the limit, okay? So that's what a boundary is. Um, so about how to be confident in your boundaries. The thing, the thing that I see people do a lot is like, oh yeah, I have boundaries, but then when someone crosses them, they don't know how to actually like communicate it to them and how to actually like hold your boundaries and follow through on your boundaries and be confident in your boundaries. And that is like the most important part of having a fucking boundary. There is no point in having a boundary if you are then gonna let people cross it and then just like bite the bullet and not say anything, right? No biting of your tongue. I just see it again and again and again and again of people biting their tongue because they don't wanna rock the fucking boat Ladies and gentlemen, let's fucking rock the effing boat because people are not rocking the boat and that is causing fucking problems in relationships, in society, in work lives, all that stuff because it's just creating egotistical people that have so much anger towards them because they are not expressing their desires. So they literally just build this like shitload of resentment inside of them. Okay, sip of water. Okay, so... um. Confident in your boundaries. That's what I'm going on. So, the first thing is when you are deciding on what your boundary is, as when you are explaining your boundary to somebody, or when you are saying like, "Hey, just so you know, you've like crossed my boundary," people may get triggered. They they might be like, "What a fucking bitch," and like get really effing triggered. But firstly. There's a massive fucking difference between boundaries and bitchiness, right? They're not the same fucking thing. So that's number one. Two, it is not your responsibility to deal with how someone has responded with your your boundary, right? It's, it's, it's absolutely not your problem. And the reason why I'm saying this is that like you cannot control someone else's response to something. You can only control the way that you communicate to somebody. So as long as your intention behind your boundary is like love, For generally yourself is what it's gonna be, and self respect for yourself. There's nothing else that you could do for the other person. And as long as you're communicating the boundary with like an undertone energy, that doesn't really make any sense, but like the energy of love underneath when you're communicating, there ain't anything that you can do if they are going to receive it as like Monica's being a bitch. Or like, she's being so fucking rude. It, there's nothing that you can do about that because you can't control somebody else's mind. But as long as you have had the intention with love, then honestly, you literally can't control their reaction. So that like, I know it's hard to so just be like, so don't focus, like, so don't dwell on their reaction. I, I understand that that's really hard because you never like intend to hurt somebody, um, but they might take it in like a really terrible way but with everything even if you're explaining a trigger to somebody or if you're explaining like how you need someone to communicate with you or in your relationship you're explaining what you desire more from the other person like if they take it in like a hurtful way i know that your intention wasn't to be hurtful and that is up to their perception. You got to also remember that, like, people will always um, hear things to fit their paradigm in their in their mind. Or another way to phrase that is, they will always um, digest things in their mind according to their stories. So if their story is like, um, you know, Monica is mean. If I draw a boundary, then they then they are only going to see it as like, here we go, another fucking example of Monica being a bitch. But if someone knows, like, if, then if, for example, that's like, let's say that's like the average Joe boy that like hasn't really done the work and doesn't really understand like speaking your truth. But then someone that understands speaking your truth, if I draw a boundary and they are someone that understands this work, they would actually be like, thank you for sharing that with me. Like, I apologize for crossing a boundary and now I know not to do that again. And they won't take it as a personal attack. But people that don't quite understand this and also that don't draw their own fucking boundaries will take this as a personal attack. So you got to remember that You know, you're always going to, people are going to mirror stuff within you. So let's say you draw a boundary to your friend Sally and Sally goes like, oh my God, I'm like, is a bitch back to you. That is because you are mirroring what she doesn't have and she probably doesn't draw her own fucking boundaries and that's why she doesn't understand them. But if someone's drawing their own boundaries, they are like appreciative of when you communicate your boundaries to them. Now, whilst it might trigger them, it can also help them to see what they need to work on. They can, they, they might go home and be like, fuck, I was so triggered in that scenario or like that really pissed me off. And it will plant that seed of like, why did it piss me off? Which is helping them because that they can also grow. You don't need to tell them, I triggered you, you should work on this. Like don't fucking tell them that. But um, It will, over time, plant that seed for them. What it will also do is it will also give them permission to start to um, communicate their own boundaries, which is also really, really important okay, so as long as your attention behind boundaries love, then you can't control the other person's reaction, and I mean, I even see this, like, for example, we'll use my mom as an example, before my mom did, like, my programs and was working with me, yes, she's done two of my programs, she's done the Mastermind and Baba, and I love her for it, I love her without it, but I, like, triple love her now, um, anyway, whatever, um, no one, no one fucking take that shit the wrong way, anyway, whatever, um, and it's very interesting, like, now, when I'm like, hey, mom, like, please like you are crossing a boundary or like it's really upsetting me when you keep saying this or when you're mentioning this or when you're not doing this and um she doesn't get like defensive now she's like oh like yeah okay thank you for telling me and like she just like fucking receives it and like and it's just basically she fucking receives it and her ego doesn't like backfire in like in like rah, 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 rah. she's like okay i can see how you came in it like that so it's really important that when you're drawing a boundary that you're also, like, sort of asking in a way. I find that really helpful. Like, you're saying – let's say you're drawing a work boundary and someone's, like, emailing you on the weekend and then they email you again, like, Monday morning. and Like, have you gotten my rep- my email? And it's like, well, it's been the weekend. If you want to, like, respond to them, well, let's say that someone's texted you at late at night and then they text you again at 6 a.m. in the morning and it's like, whoa, like, calm the fuck down. And people do this – like, go back to the episode where I'm talking about – um, instant gratification is not cool or whatever I titled it I think it's like episode 63 or something like that um and I talk about it in there but because we have this like constant need for like instant 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 stuff um when we don't have that like instantaneous reply um or instantaneous like satisfaction our brains go like oh my god what is happening because we're like so used to it these days so it's really important that um when when I'm drawing a boundary with someone I say like firstly, I need you to please like maybe put yourself in my shoes or like, I would love for you to put yourself in my shoes or I'm hoping that you can respect this. Like, can you respect this kind of thing? And, um, and just asking them in like nice language of like, can you please respect that? Like I'm running a business or that I'm, you know, having a weekend. And I would just love for you to honor that. Um, and like, you can also call people out, like you can totally call people out if they're being like a needy fucker and not respecting your boundaries. Like, especially if, if so if you've communicated your boundaries to somebody before, and this happens, like this happens with my clients and obviously with me as well, if you've communicated a boundary before and then, or like you communicate to them, like, um, what would be an example? You communicate to them, um uh um I'll I'm going away for the weekend um I won't be able to I I, I see your message but I'll reply on Monday or I'm, I'll reply on Tuesday and then they like don't um they don't they message you again being like it's been five days since you replied and it's like well I fucking like you you were aware of what was going on in my life that's when you can kind of reiterate like hey just so you know I'm I, I said to you on Friday I am going away for the weekend um i really need you to respect that i've got an inbox full of other people as well um so you know i apologize for not meeting your expectations right actually you don't even need to fucking apologize but like uh, you, you in your mind don't need to apologize but you can say to the other person like i'm i apologize it's like when you have to say to an egotistical person like i'm sorry when you're actually not um so you can say like, i apologize for not meeting your expectations um however, like you were on my list. I, I, I will have replied to you, but, um, X, Y, and Z. So you can definitely kind of call the person out in a nice way. Of, like, just so you know, I did mention it on Friday that I was going away for the weekend, or just so you know, I did ask this of you three weeks ago. Um, like, you know, in the future, I would really appreciate if you can just like honor that, um, and trust that I will get X, Y, and Z done, for example. Um, so, that's some boundary talk. Okay, so the other thing is that when we're talking about like boundaries and getting triggered by people's boundaries, if you feel abandoned or if you felt abandoned when you were a kid, if you feel abandoned and not loved by people drawing boundaries towards you and challenging you, that's your inner wounds, in your inner child wounds showing. So if someone draws a boundary towards you and your ego is like super attacked, so there's kind of like two ways this can happen. You're going to be like, oh my God, and like get defensive And you'll feel like someone's attacking you in like a like a um and your ego will get defensive. so it's like very head very like um like uh trying to prove that you're not right but then it's kind of hard to explain and I just hope that you guys can like get this from like what I'm trying to explain that's kind of like your ego's response right like not healthy but then let's say for example like you know that there is those situations where and this is me with like a flatmate before there are these situations where like you are actually right and the other person is actually wrong and you're not saying oh I'm right you're wrong from an egotistical way you're saying this from like a soulful way of like actually you are in the wrong so like really a short example um and like I'm not gonna give you the full story actually maybe I should give you the full story maybe it's entertaining I don't want to get give- whatever I- I'm not gonna give you the full story because like whatever um but basically when I was in New York early this year um I was here for, on holiday with my friends and um and then um uh, I came home and long story short, basically My flatmate thought I was coming home a day later and so I was at the the airport and I just like texted him being like hey dude I'm nearly home um like are you home or something or other and then he was like oh shit I thought you were coming the next day and I was like okay the place is gonna be trashed like whatever um and I I didn't have that expectation of like a neat and tidy um apartment like that was clean. I'm not really too fast about tidiness it's more like cleanliness and like there's fucking cockroaches everywhere in Sydney and this is when I was living in Sydney and I just fucking hate bugs. Anyway so um I didn't have that expectation it was it was fucking foul um I didn't have that expectation walking in because I like because I really like I'm very good at giving people space so it's like I walked in and like for example he'd like shaved his pews and left them all through the shower and I was like are you fucking kidding me it was fucking disgusting so um but I like I didn't attack him because I also like I also trust it and I'm really good at like trusting people. It's also like, okay, he thought I was coming home the next day. So like, I'm not going to have a go at him for not cleaning because I know that he would have cleaned had I come home a day later when he thought that I was coming home. So that's fine. So I was kind of like, I bit the bullet with that one. And that was, and I wasn't like a resentful bit the bullet. I was like a happy to bite the bullet kind of thing, different energy. Right. Anyway, so I was coming home and then he was like, by the way, like, um, so-and-so left, which is my other flatmate, left her radio in your room, and I was like, okay, that's weird, why is my radio in a room, and she was like, oh, he was like, oh, she had some friends over, and, like, they charged it in your room, and I was like, okay, and, like, she was meant to, she was meant to, like, leave the apartment anyway, so I was like, why is she in the apartment, like, she left last weekend, anyway, the apartment had a good view, so I was like, okay, whatever, and I was, like, so fucking tired, so I just, like, went home, And I kind of, like, forgot about it. I, like, brought it up with her and she was like, no, I didn't put that in your room. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And, like, you know when you just, like, forget about things i forgot about it and then a couple weeks later um my mum was actually visiting me in sydney and she was like did you ever find out what happened about the radio and i was like no and she was like i've got a funny she's like monica you didn't ask so and so which is the guy that i live with um you really need to ask him about that because like i have a funny feeling that like someone was like in your room and not just like quickly going in to grab something like in your room and like we have a very open relationship me and this guy um like we we did um before our relationship like ended so like i well, i'm i wasn't someone that like locked my room when i left i like was very trustworthy and like blah, blah blah anyway long story short i then like brought up with him i was like hey by the way and like i'm super chill now in like um in these sort of situations i've trained myself to be that and i was like hey by the way um i never like understood what happened with the radio that was in my room And anyway, basically, someone slept in my room, like, one of his friends slept in my room um, and, like, took the mattress to sleep on. I actually can't even remember the whole situation. Basically, there was, like, a massive invasion of personal privacy and it was all lied about. And I was just like, what the fuck? And I'm one of those people where it's like, if you texted me, dude you know just being like hey can so and so sleep in your bed can so and so use your mattress I would have been like yeah of course just watch the sheets but like because it was lied about and then like blamed on somebody else it was like it wasn't the sleeping in my room that was the problem it was like the massive um crossing of boundaries that was the problem so like I actually was so shocked I literally like didn't even get angry I was like wait what?" And I had to do, like, a double take in my mind. I was like, "That you did not just say that kind of thing. He got really fucking angry. It was a very terrible situation to be in. Basically, like, my friend was like, you are not allowed to come back to Monica's apartment. Like, you are kicked out kind of thing. Like, do not sleep here tonight. Anyway, he I did let him come back because he, like, kind of apologized. But I knew that he didn't fucking mean it. But whatever. Point being, so in that scenario, that was, like, a massive fucking boundary crossed. Now, where was I going with that? Hold on. I need to fucking, I've gone so left-handed. I need to go back and listen to where I was going with that story. Okay. I got it. So basically what I was explaining is like the difference between like, you are wrong. I am right. Versus like, I am actually right. And you're actually wrong in that scenario. So I actually like said to him, like, we were like having an argument, but I'm staying really chill, which made him more pissed because I wasn't like yelling back at him when he was yelling at me. Um, and I said, and I said like, dude, you are actually wrong. Like you are in the wrong, you are incorrect. Like what you did was wrong. I am right. And that was not from like an egotistical way. That was like my soul. So that was like, when you are saying that it feels like in your body, like there's no part of you that's like, oh, maybe I'm in the wrong. There's no second guessing of yourself. You're like, actually, like, Like, let me just full on think about this for a second and in a calm way and you're like yep you are incorrect like and that's not even like a perception kind of thing that is like a human decency you are wrong so that in in situations like that where it is like you know a human rule basically um and not a perception thing it's a human fucking rule of like you don't do that um is that was in in that scenario like that's like yes you can say I am right you are wrong but majority of the time when you're in argument with someone or when you're when there's a miscommunication if you're just going no you're fucking wrong or your your head is like you're wrong I'm right when your head like the energy is coming from your head that's your ego but when your energy is in like your soul and you're like and you're really grounded and you're like actually I'm right and it's like a really grounded kind of I'm right you're wrong that's from like a soulful a soulful space is what I was explaining to you guys um okay so when you like are explaining a boundary to somebody um I still don't know where I was going with this hold on I gotta go back again fuck okay so I was explaining how there's like two ways that you can kind of be triggered if someone's drawing a boundary with you so in that scenario I wasn't triggered because it wasn't a childhood wound it was like a soulful kind of response it wasn't for He was triggered, though, and, like, it was very fucking obvious, obviously. He was triggered because, obviously, there was a childhood wound there, and I'm assuming it was something, you know, like, not feeling good enough for his parents or um, being ridiculed by X, Y, and Z. So there was a childhood wound there for him. That's why it was so fucking triggering for him where he went, like, ballistic because his inner child felt, like, out of control and felt abandoned and not loved. And, like, obviously, when you have a close relationship with somebody, like, when someone draws a boundary with you that's really close to you, you can feel so super attacked when it doesn't they're not meaning to attack you right then there's no meaning of attack of being attacked um there's no intention sorry of attacking another person but you could take it as an as an attack if it is opening up a childhood wound that you haven't like completely healed and like remove the scar tissue of um okay the next thing with boundaries is that when you're drawing a boundary with someone, people do like twist your words and make a different meaning to them sometimes. Not always, of course, but people totally can. So this is why it's so important that on a soul level you fully believe in your boundaries. Because if you don't fully fucking believe in your boundaries on like a soulful level, then if someone twists your words, you might be like, oh shit, like they're right, or like you might then get defensive. But if you you can identify okay they are twisting my words that is not what I said it helps you to stand confident and to stand strong in your boundaries okay so like I said before about like people will like twist the meanings to like suit their paradigm they will or suit their like thought processes or their stories paradigm is just like a story um they will also they can they can also twist your not will they can also twist your words um to suit what they are trying to get out of the situation. This will especially happen if they are in like a very like emotional state in their life or something like that if like something may just happen they're like an, um, an emotional wreck then they are more that they, because they've got like more emotion in there they're definitely not necessarily going to take a step back and like really think about what you've said and see your opinion they're gonna be like no she ain't fucking listening my inner child isn't getting what I want out of this and what your inner child is wanting out of that is like the you're right I'm wrong um but that's not necessarily the case because you are only to draw a boundary because that's also a sign of self-respect for you. Boundaries are, um, can, can be complicated to explain. So I just want you guys to like receive this, however it's suiting you. So whatever is coming up for you is perfect. Um, if you don't fully understand what I'm saying, just go back and re-listen, go back and re-listen because however the things, whatever's coming through for you right now as you're listening to this is what you need to know. Okay. The next thing is that if you, um, if when you're having boundaries and when you're sharing your boundaries with somebody, the, the biggest thing about having boundaries and why it's important is it's an act of self-respect. It's an act of self-love. Okay. And you can't, you can't expect other people to respect you and love you. If you also don't love yourself and respect yourself. Okay. So as you draw boundaries, the, the benefit of drawing boundaries and like actually drawing them and holding people to them is that they're then like in your aura, your energetic field. So what it will mean is that like future people that come into your life, it's kind of like an unwritten boundary that people are just like aware of, which is really, really good. So this is why it's really important that you draw boundaries, boundaries with your clients or if a client crosses your boundary, it is your obligation as a coach if you're a coach or if you're like a lawyer or a consultant or anybody if, or a manager, if if one of your clients or employees crosses a boundary, if you don't explain it to them, they're never going to fucking know. So you need to explain it to them, not just so that they know, but also so it's like in your field and your aura and it will prevent it happening repetitively. Like, of course, maybe it'll happen again in the future, but again, draw the boundary again and it's going to like diminish the amount that it happens, which is really important. And if you have, if you have clients that like are constantly twisting your words, That to me is a red flag because they aren't open to actually like being like, well, I'm hiring Monica or Sally or you. I'm hiring you because you're the expert. Like they've hired you because they trust you and because you are the expert. So if they are also then going to twist all of your words, they're not open to receiving new information. They're not open to changing their thought patterns. So if you've got clients that are like constantly like, twisting your words to me that's a big red flag that you um that they are probably way more work than what it's worth um and like energetic work for you is fucking draining it's fucking draining because it's like you're talking to a brick wall except they talk back at you like the brick wall talks back at you but in like a unhelpful way anyway um okay what what else is i gonna say uh okay let's go through some examples of like how you can draw um a boundary so an example so the first thing I want to say is like never say but always say and just like a side note when you say but you like um cross out for want of a better word the um the beginning of a sentence let's say like you say I love you but well then you don't fucking love them like you've crossed out the I love you um so you always want to be saying I love you and or like whatever you're saying so for example a way to draw a boundary, like it's okay for you to tell me how you're feeling and it's not okay for you to yell at me. So it, so like if you said it's okay for you to tell me how you're feeling but it's not okay for you to yell at me, then it's like well then it, then you basically said it's actually not okay for you to tell me how you're feeling. That's what – especially if you are saying this to a man, that's what they'll hear especially. So you want to be saying it's okay for you to tell me how you're feeling and it's also not okay for you to yell at me because then what you're saying is like I want to hear how you're feeling and I don't want you to yell at me when you're doing it like please explain it to me um another way to draw a boundary for example would be I would really appreciate it if you would be able to give me the heads up that you're not able to come a bit earlier so for example like let's say a client is like running really late and they tell you like five minutes happen to be someone so some uh some uh, one of the like oh my God, whoa. This happened to me like a week ago, not with a client. It was, I was going to a meeting and, um, and... They told me like 10 minutes after our meeting time, like, can we push it back half an hour? And I was like, that's not how it works. And I was like, "Uh, no, I'm already here. Um, So if you have that happen to you with a friendship or a client, what you could say is like, like, well, maybe, no, actually I can't. And that could really trigger them. But like, you're not trying to be a bitch. You're just actually saying, no, I literally can't do half an hour later. Like that's as simple as what it is. And again, people might twist your words. If they are being triggered by it or if that wound is coming up for them. Um, So what you could say instead is, um, like, no, I can't. And I would really appreciate it if you just be able to give me the heads up that you're not able to come a little bit earlier next time. So I know, right? And that's just, again, drawing a boundary of, like, I need you to tell me earlier than this because, like, otherwise I'm running late. Or like, otherwise you're pushing me back for the rest of my appointments and you don't have to blame them or shame them. Like, this is not about shaming somebody for being late or shaming someone for not being a good enough boyfriend or whatever. This is absolutely not what this is about. What this is about is like literally actually communicating what you want, speaking your truth, because when you don't speak your truth and you bite the bullet, you bite your tongue, you bottle it up, it actually creates fucking resentment in your body it creates resentment towards other person which is so not fair on them and over time it will create an energetic block so let's say for example i um said to that guy like okay yeah we can do half an hour later like let me know when you're here and I just, like, waited around and f- fucking dawdled my thumbs. Well, I had somewhere else to be. So what did I have after that? I actually had a- another meeting to go. I had to go check out my office space at, at-, at 12 o'clock. And this was, like, 11.30. And he was, like, coming me half an hour later. And I was already there. And it was, like, 11.35. And I was, like, well, no. So let's say, for example, that I said, okay, sure. And I just, like, was submissive in a toxic way, right? I, I let him cross my boundaries and, like, absorbed the resentment, what would then have had the, the flow on effect from that would have been that I was late for my office appointment, that would have then put resentment on the the next person. Like when she was showing me around my office, she would have then been like, "Where the fuck is Monica?" And that would have put a, 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 a that would have like put a twist, a negative twist on our relationship dynamic. That's not ideal, right? Then it would have thrown the whole fucking rest of the day out of. Um, out of whack because um I kind of had a plan that I wanted to stick to it was like okay I had to be here by this time here by this time I was gonna go for like a sauna at two I had to go do some errands and it was all like planned out not in a masculine way but in a way that I then kind of my mind knew okay I'm gonna get everything done and like it was just like a little bit of a plan of attack okay like a feminine plan of attack so um a feminine plan to flow whatever fucking beside the point 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 being is that would have had a really big flow on effect and by the end of the day I probably wouldn't have gotten everything done or I would have at least been really pissed because then I would have had the girl at the office being like hey like maybe she could have drawn a boundary with me being like hey like please tell me when you're going to be late or like I don't appreciate you being late and that would have then triggered me because I knew I was late and like people trigger you and you also like know that within you so it's like for example someone says to you like hey I don't appreciate you being really nasty behind my back you would only be triggered if you were being nasty behind your back, behind the person's back. But you won't be triggered if you're like, "What? I'm not being nasty behind your back." You would have been like, "That's a weird comment to say." Like, "I'm not being nasty behind your back," and like you would have kind of been like, "Okay, whatever," and you would not have been triggered. So I would then been triggered by the girl at the office, probably because she would draw a boundary with me because that's also her fucking job, and she doesn't owe me anything. And then, um and then not the people need to owe you anything to draw a boundary. And then I would have been like kind of pissed after that and like feeling a bit rattled in my body. And then I would not have been able to shake that feeling the rest of the day um, unless I like took myself home and like took myself through a process, which like I find hard to take. I, I find it very hard to take yourself through processes. It's better when I have someone else take me through a process. That's why I like I have a coaching session every week. Anyway, and so um that would have like fucking thrown my whole day and then it would have meant that every time i come into the office if i didn't clear that resentment with the person because i knew i was wrong i would have like it would have just created a little bit of like uh, every time i walked in and like saw her right so all around it would have just been like a fucking fucking shit show if i did not draw my boundary so like also think about the flow on effects ladies of not drawing your boundaries. okay holy shit my cacao was coming through me i need to go to the bathroom BR- brb okay i'm back love a good um pcp post post cacao poo. i love when i'm on the friend of my clients and they're like holy shit Monica have to go to the bathroom I'm like cacao yep go it just like fucking clears you out well at least mine does actually it's funny when i make them for my friends one time brit was like on the toilet texting us because we were all having a holiday together in byron and she was like sorry i'm just gonna be like 10 minutes late monica's fucking detoxing my bowels like no one's business with their fucking cacao and i was like yeah yeah okay Seriously, like, I can just poo like a fucking machine sometimes. Okay. Uh, the last thing I wanted to say was also another example of how to draw a boundary is this. I know you had a commitment and it came up last minute, but just so that you know, because some of people don't know, uh, you've, you've cancelled many times and I'm wondering if in the future can you please respect my time as I respect yours and that would mean a lot to me. Let me repeat that. So let's say this is an example of when your friend is like constantly canceling. Okay. Um, Hey Becky, whatever. Um, I know you had a commitment and it came up last minute and I just want to let you know that you have canceled many times. So I'm wondering if in the future, can you please respect my time because I respect yours and that would really mean a lot to me. Boom. You'll probably fucking trigger her because she knows that she always cancels, but that ain't your fucking responsibility. Remember that. It's not your responsibility how somebody reacts to the way in which you draw your boundaries or what your boundaries actually are. Remember that as long as you say your boundaries with the intention of love and self-respect, not being a bitch just self-respect and also maybe like pointing out to them what they are actually like doing kind of incorrectly and like these are kind of like when I say incorrectly I don't mean like based on your perception incorrectly I mean like those kind of unwritten human rules unwritten human rules let's say um you know uh giving people like space to reply to your phone call or email or x y and z um you know telling your friends when you're running late uh, not cancelling after the start of the appointment, for example. Um, what would be another another one? Um, you know, not not yelling at people or not, um, like, abusing people, for example. Like, they are unri- they are boundaries. Or, like, um, blackmail and uh, manipulation. Like, those are the unwritten human rules of, like, hey, please don't fucking do that. If you're, like, let's say what would be a boundary of, like, my... Um, What would be a boundary of, like, my rule or something that, like, wouldn't be necessarily everybody's rule? So maybe, like, um, oh, okay, let's say, for example, someone is, like, badgering me before, let's say, 10 a.m., right? Because some people start work at, like, 8 a.m. But, like, I really take time in the morning. I do my morning routine. I, like, fuck around reading and, like, just, like, tarot cards and journaling and, like, I, like, just like to do random shit in the morning, right? Um, And, like, exercise and whatnot. So by the time I'm, like you know, really sitting down at my laptop and, like, getting into my work, it can be, like, 10 a.m., and sometimes I don't even get to my emails until, like, that evening, so if someone's, like, badgering me, for example, at, like, at like 9.30 and I'm not replying, that doesn't mean that that, that would not be, like, an unwritten human rule, like, it's only 10 a.m., because, like, some people are, like, it's 10 a.m., where the fuck, like, the world is awake, and, like, I wake up at 6 a.m., but, like, I get that, so, You can't then say to the person, like, hey, it's only 9.30. Give me a fucking break. Because, like, they might be like, well, I have been at work since 7 a.m. So for you, it would be like, hey, apologies. I don't really, like, start work until – oops, someone's phoning me. Hold on. I can't back. So you would then say, like, hey, apologies. I don't sometimes get to my emails until 10.30, 11 a.m. Or, like, 4 p.m. Like, had a busy day. And that's not then being like, that's not being, like, drawing a boundary. That's just, like, apologizing because – you know, your way of doing life is different to other people. And like, you're also respecting that. And you're kind of telling them just so they know for the future. Like, by the way, I don't really reply to my email sometimes for a while. That's why I have an automatic reply on my email saying, like, it will take three to five working days to reply to you. Because sometimes it takes people like literally a week to get a reply from me. Shelby replies quickly, but if it's like a personal email to me, you know, like, I can get really, like, I know, not I can, like, I am. Have a like long list of to do's, right? I fucking love my job and I love working. So I like to load up my plate, um, which means that sometimes I don't reply to people's emails for quite a few days and it's not my intention but if they send a, if they send an email on like a friday i won't reply to them sometimes by until like tuesday because like monday might have been crazy so um that's that anyway and like another way to for example to draw a boundary is like with your if you, let's say you got clients and like you're taking a christmas break and you don't want them to email you you're like don't fucking email me please so what you would then say to them was like, hey, um, I know we're like obviously still in a container, whether it's a contract, whether it's like them, you're their lawyer or whatever, or their coach or their consultant or whatever it is, PR person, whatever, you can, oh, policey. Um, you can say to them like, um, hey, I know we're obviously going to be like still working together and technically we're still in a contract over the Christmas and holiday period, but I just want to let you know I'm taking a full break from here to here. I won't be replying to emails, texts, etc. So like you can send me something, but I'm not going to reply. So I just want to give you a heads up. And like I've done that to every single client and like clients that I've signed now that we're working like we're like clients that I'm signing now and then I'm having a break over december and january and then we we're finishing in february march x y and z they're super aware of that before i even say like okay do you want to do this on a discovery call i'm like just an fyi there is a no contact period between x and x and so basically i like pause their contract if that makes sense so let's say for example with my one-on-ones you get like voxer access with me voxer is like a voice messaging app and you get that for the three-month one-on-one like container but from the middle of december to the middle of january it is it, it, it. everything is paused what that then means is like let's say for example they started first of november they'll get november they won't get no Okay, hold on let's say they start middle of november they'll get middle of november to middle december then they'll get a whole month paused everything is paused right then they'll start again for middle of feb to no middle of January to middle of Feb and then middle of Feb to middle of March and that's like their three month but it's kind of over four months because I'm taking a month off does that make sense and that's me just like really clearly communicating that to them and also when you're wanting to really communicate something with somebody you can say to them does that make sense like have you has that landed have you got that like just clarifying and you can put these little things especially over the Christmas period you can put these things in emails so that also if they come back to you and you're like and they're like yeah I'm going reply to my email you're like um see exhibit a um so yeah okay and also ladies like sometimes people just like don't look at fucking emails they don't they don't look at they don't look at contracts they don't look at like you know your boundaries if you've written them out for them so i like to like bold highlight make sure they've like fucking signed that shit so that they don't come back to me and like oh you said we got like voxer access and i'm like no not over the christmas period i didn't say that um so that your ass is also just like crystal clear so that they can be like okay actually yeah i didn't fucking hear that um and that's also just part of you having that respect for your own energy of like I don't want to have to explain this a million times or I don't want to have to um you know deal with um someone being like oh there was a miscommunication when you're like no there wasn't everything's written out here that's why I like to have like everything written in that in those sort of scenario so anyway I hope this has been like um a lot of talking from my end I hope that Um, you guys understood everything in here and that you received this all well Um, this is something that like I feel like so many people and women especially um, really need to fucking work on so I would be really I think your friends actually more so would be really grateful if you shared this on your Instagram or like with some friends or on your Facebook or whatever so that they can maybe also do that like listen to it and and have their boundaries and don't forget the more that more people like hear this the more people will set their boundaries and then it's also like the more you can set your boundaries and then it will just be like widely accepted to have boundaries and you're not being a bitch you're actually just like having self-respect which is what i say okay um ladies if you haven't signed up to witch wisdom make sure you do that um i don't know when i'm gonna put this out so the witch with wisdom is either gonna be out by the time this is out or the wait list is out so just whatever link is in the description check it out get it it's the most fun fucking program it's just like it's basically just, like, fucking woo-woo and fun to do over the holidays. And it really gets you into that, like, witch archetype. Um, and that is really, like, it is a really good archetype to get into to start connecting to your feminine energy. Um, so I highly recommend that you join that because it's also fun. And there's a whole epic Facebook group with all these other women that are, like, so into their witch vibes, um, which helps you to also feel safe in, like, being in your tarot and your oracle decks and whatnot. Because I know... For a lot of you, like, your family looks down upon it or your friends are like, what the fuck are you doing? And they don't really get it. Well, I've created a community where we all fucking get it. We all fucking get it. Um, and I like to kind of say, Nick, maybe they don't get it. Like, maybe this is normal and what they're doing isn't normal. Who the fuck knows? All right, ladies, have an incredible, incredible day. Oh, and if you haven't done if – you, if you were interested in the certification and you haven't um, already put your application in – no, the application will be closed by this time. If you haven't already emailed me, um, you know, or, like – signed your agreement or whatever the early bird offering is ending like I'm, I'm saying like i know in the technically it's the end of december december 31st but um let's be real like i'm not going to be posting around the christmas time so you want to get that shit in by like 15th of december um otherwise you might forget because i won't be like mentioning it a million times in in, on Instagram and via email and whatnot so if you are wanting to do that please make sure that you do that otherwise you have to wait till 2022 um, if you miss out it's going to be fucking lit everything that you need to know is in the syllabus and on the sales page so just click the sales page link in the description and you can read everything It's all the faqs x y and z and read the syllabus. I've been getting questions where I'm like, dude, it's on the syllabus. So please read the fucking syllabus. I am so happy to answer any questions or clarify anything. Um, but please don't ask me like how much it costs because it's in a syllabus. So make sure that you read it because otherwise questions like that, it actually makes me concerned of like, are you reading things? Um, it's like, people don't read things these days. I don't know why. So please, like people don't read contracts. Like guys, read your fucking contracts. Like please. Okay. If there's one thing that you've gotten out of this whole thing read your contracts read the shit that you are signing and that you are you know getting involved in if you are paying big bucks ask for everything to be written out so that you can clearly see it and you haven't missed anything because there are miscommunications we do filter things out by example and that's like that's a mistake that you probably don't want to be making so let's avoid those mistakes by actually reading things um okay ladies have an incredible day and hope you have a good holiday and everything i just yeah i love you all so much um if you haven't left a review i'd be really grateful for that as well um because that's like the best way for you guys to give me that energy exchange i like fucking love it there's over 130 reviews um as of like when i'm recording this and it's just like blows my mind that's like written reviews like fucking thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you i love you have a good day